You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 56 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. And this is the show where every single week we spend hours upon hours upon hours researching and pouring over every detail of what we're going to share with you in each and every episode. In what world do you live, Cliff? Because that's not my world. <laughs> I've been so busy this past week, I hardly had time to, to eat today let alone uh, uh, look everything up. I did do a little bit of homework. I watched all the episodes of The Biggest Loser so far, so I can talk a little bit about that. And, uh, well, we always have something to talk about. If only how how things are going on our personal end and, uh, you know, where we are in our little journey towards a healthier and somewhat lighter life. Exactly, and that's exactly what we're going to start out with today. And I would like to hear... Your thoughts on The Biggest Loser of what's there so far? I think I have watched the first three or four episodes, and and I must say that I am enjoying this season. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a little upset to know that it's the last season for Bob and Jillian, or at least for Jillian. I would assume for Bob as well. I think so, too. And, uh, you know, that's that's a little upsetting. But as far as the participants that are on the ranch this time. I'm really liking pretty much everybody I've seen. I, there hasn't been anybody, you know, the, the I, I guess the twin brothers, you know, the they seem to yes. not be all that into it, but I mean, it's not that uh-huh. I don't like them. There's there's nothing in there that makes me not like them. They have some character flaws, but they're not really they're not nasty. Uh there 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 is a little bit going on with the red team. Um uh but that's in that's in the fifth episodes which which you haven't seen yet. Okay. Uh, you see some tension there, uh, but that could also be the show zooming in on one little incident. Um, so you never know exactly <laughs> if they perhaps they were like, uh, well, we need at least someone who is not as sympathetic as all everybody else. <laughs> so let's take this one little thing that happened and, uh, well, turn them into, <laughs> I don't know, the, 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 the bad guys. But uh, no, overall, I think that the, the the contestants show a lot of character, a lot of motivation, and they're just likable. There's just this. What I love about this this season is a, a great sense of it's almost a family atmosphere where they they are supporting each other. And even when they have to compete, they still do it. Even the you know they like I don't I don't want to compete. I don't want to push someone out of my team. And uh, I like that attitude because they they are there for the right reasons and not for the just the gameplay. There's there's just a very very little gameplay uh, going on there. How are they doing in the in, in one of our favorite aspects of the show when they actually do include it as far as the educational on the food end of things? It is, uh, uh, again, uh, I think under underrated. Uh, it, it doesn't get much, uh, much airtime. I, I noticed that even the trainer tips that used to, uh, there used to be like four or five every, before we go into a, a commercial break, there would be a tip. Last episode, I only saw one tip, as far as I can remember, and so uh, it's very light on the educational aspect. They do have uh, some calorie uh, uh, tests, but even there, they they the emphasis is more on the game. So in the last show, they had a uh, um, a temptation round. 
mm-hmm. where they would take all the favorite food of the contestants and then just leave them in a room with that food. Um, and then the person who ate the most calories could decide um, something. I even don't remember what, but anyway. Oh, yeah, there was actually there's going to be a little uh, and spoiler. Uh, one of the contestants of the of the stay at home, uh, well, not the stay at home, but stay at the ranch part of the contestants uh, is going to be forced or the, the, a couple is going to be forced to train with the unknowns for a week. Yep. And the person who ate the most calories could decide who that couple was going to be. And, well, the, well, I won't, I won't tell you what happens. Well, no, I saw that episode. That was oh, the, you saw that. That's the one so. where he ate a, 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 like a fried chicken, chicken, piece of fried chicken. Yeah, thinking that it was the, the thing with the least calories. I was like, what? <laughs> that's fried chicken. It's full of cornflakes dipped into fat and then wrapped in fat. And <laughs> yeah. he must have chicken. That's healthy. <laughs> you know, a lot of people turned down some temptation, but you know that that seemed to be such an. Uh, I don't know yeah. about you, but it seems to be that that was, and except for the desserts, that temptation just seemed kind of stupid. Because I don't care. Um, there, there's just no way that pizza that's been sitting there as long as it had to sit there, exactly, is going to be good. <laughs> that it's fried, completely cold. <laughs> that fried chicken couldn't have been good. Uh, what were some of the other hot meals that they had there? Um, they had some, uh, uh, well, I remember chocolate cake and see the chocolate uh, cake. I could still, still see that being a huge temptation. If you like chocolate cake. Well, if, yeah, if you like it, I mean, but of course there's this this weird, uh, caramelized sugar, something that nobody had ever heard of. Very specific recipe. I don't remember exactly uh, what it was, but it, it looked gooey and overly sugary. Uh, yeah, I think the rest must have been. It must have been pretty easy to overcome that. I mean, especially the pizza. It's like, man, that pizza can't be good. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but Maybe I, if you've been away from it for so long, it, it wouldn't be so bad. It could be. But it's almost become a ritual where they are. F- and, and they, I mean, these contestants have watched all the other seasons as well. So they know that if they go for the temptation, they'll get a full, they'll get uh, punished by uh, the trainers afterwards. And, and plus... It's not very good. A good message to the, to the. You're not being a role model if you go and overeat. Uh, yeah. So they know they know that this is kind of a, a another step to uh, affirm their commitment to the process and not going after uh, a, a short-term win when it can jeopardize their overall success. And so I, I think that they actually talk to each other. That, that it came across as if they just said to each other, nobody's going to eat. And then, then there's just this one dude who said, well, I might just eat one little thing because I know that everyone else is not going to eat. Yeah. And um, so, but anyway, uh, the, uh, why was I bringing that up? So, yeah, so he could, oh, and then in the, the second part, but you've seen this, um, they get to guess the, the amount of calories that is in the total uh, some of all the all that junk food, and then they have to kind of uh, put those numbers in the right order, and 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 the, the, it's it's like they have to lift them up on a big construction, and ah, I don't know. Uh, again, the the gameplay was ninety percent of the thing, and and actually, I don't even remember what the so they have the they guess the total amount of calories of all that junk food, but they don't tell you well the pizza is this and the chocolate cake is that. So there was almost no educational value. Besides that, you know, that that junk food is just, you know, high in calories, but that's not rocket science. <laughs> so, um, 
the, the, the only thing that struck me, and I don't know if you've seen this, I, 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 all these episodes start to blend together for me, but um, uh, the, you, we get to see how things, why these, um, the, the, the unknowns or the, the, the team that is training with the unknown trainers, why they are so successful, even though they have a totally different training uh, regimen compared to the ranch. Uh, I, I've got I've got the idea that the training uh, over at the whatever um, other area, I don't know how it's called, it's a barn or something like that, the red barn or the red house, or, um, that uh, the new trainers put put a lot of emphasis on the cardio, you know, and it's a lot of boxing and it's, uh, it's also a lot of mental training. You know, you have to fight and we want to make these contestants strong psychologically. But I wonder if the training is is burning as many calories as what we see Bob and Jillian do. Right. Uh, but we get to know, we learn that on the ranch, and I didn't know that actually, the contestants have to cook themselves. So they do have the calorie books and everything, but they, they, have, to, they have to prepare their own food, which of course includes the risk of preparing way too much food or, you know, not being totally... Uh, precise in counting the calories or estimating the total amount of calories. It's it's pretty hard if you've never cooked before to do that day after day after day in a kitchen that you don't know with ingredients that you hmm, might not really know. Uh, whereas the other team, all their meals were prepared, including the calorie count. So there is just a, a special kitchen there that has, uh, you know, recipes or diet for every contestant. And they only get to eat what is prepared there, and it's tailor-made. So no wonder that they are losing so much weight, even though the training itself might be less intense than what's on the ranch. And I think that once they come back on the ranch, which happens in the last episode, I think, um, the, 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 the team from the, uh, that, that went away from the ranch, they are pretty much stunned by the intensity of the training over there at the ranch. And the, the, the equipment is also much better than they had. So, and, 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 it, and just, there was a glimpse of one of these diets. So they, 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 they give, uh, the, the, what was it? It was it the orange team who gets a, who gets, no, it's not the orange team there. What was it? The, the the couple that went to the the other location I forgot the green team uh, they get like a tour of the location and then the moment that they hear that well over there all their meals are prepared and every calorie is counted and basically they have no control over the kitchen um, they show you like a, a, a like a piece of paper on which there is the diet of one of the contestants. And it said, and I'm not kidding you, like 1,040 calories per day. I, I don't know about you, Cliff, but uh, it, that that seems awfully low to me. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, everything we've heard says that you should minimum eat 1,200 calories a day. Yeah. I mean, this this is, this seems like almost like a going over the top so that that, that team may win. I, I, I keep feeling that uh, the the production or the, the producers want the, the 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 team with the new trainers to win because yeah. of course it would be a great kind of introduction of the trainers like oh they're, uh, they're of course they're not the celebrities that, that Bob and Jillian are but they won you know they're kind of the uh, uh, the 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 outsiders but look you know and and, and so I I don't know I I had a strange feeling when seeing that I was like a thousand forty calories 
even if it's for a female contestant, uh, seems awfully low to me. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll see. Cer- certainly low for a male cassette contestant, but I agree. Oh. St- oh. Stephanie right now, um, she is, I think right now, her Lose It application tells her that to lose two pounds a week, that her daily budget would have to be, her her total net calorie intake would have to be limited to 968 calories. And but so she was already done. What's that? I, is she, I thought she was already at her target weight. No, she she is still trying to get a little bit for, uh, lower down. She's at the top end of her target weight. Oh wow! So so the she thing look like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. So but so, so she it tells her that she needs to have 968 calories or no more than 968 calories by the end of the day to be wow. able to continue to lose anything. And what yeah. she has, what she has to do is, she actually has, she she still knows I have to eat at least twelve hundred. That yeah. means that she has to burn. She has, right. She has to work out every day. Yeah. So she's just creating a deficit by working out more. Exactly. Which is and, which is wise. That's good. Yeah, and she's been she's been doing an amazing job at it, by the way. So, yeah. So anyway, um, so that's the update on the Biggest Loser, which uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited about the way that things are going. Except for, like I said, I'm not too happy about the fact that you know this this could be the last season or will be the last season of two of our favorite celeb, you know, training yeah. celebrities. Yeah, and and you know what? Uh, one final thought about that: the new trainers, I like them, um, but uh, oh, I don't even know how what their names are. But uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. The dude. The martial art dude, he reminds me a lot of, of Bob in his style. He's he's very motivational, but you know, he's got this uh combination of strength, but also you can you can tell that he really cares. The female trainer is not Jillian. Yeah. Uh she she kind of makes it seem as if, she, if she's just as tough as Jillian. Even physically, there's a bit of a res- resemblance. But um there was this big fight with uh the 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 dude from the red team. And she was just completely overruled, and she had no authority whatsoever. I think that if, if if the guy would have behaved like that with Jillian, she would have kicked him out of the ranch. I mean, she would have personally kicked him to the ground. Uh, and so I was like, hmm, I don't know. She, I I think that if if Bob and Jillian are no longer on the show, oh, you need strong characters. You need people who are able to yell and have a certain natural authority. And perhaps it's something that just comes with the job over over time but uh, I'm not certain I'm not certain for me what makes the biggest loser is Jillian I I like Bob a lot but I I think it's Jillian I I like the fact that she has a psychology background and and stuff like that and one of the things that I'm very excited about I was told this by my good friend Fred from Long Island and I sent the information immediately over to you as well Uh uh-huh Jillian's Jillian Michaels is back to doing her, I don't know if it's necessarily the radio show, but she's doing a podcast, and, awesome. it's, and it sounds to me like it's just a podcast. It doesn't. It does not sound like this is really officially a radio show at all. Really? Yeah. And, and but what does? How does it sound different from a radio show? Well, the you're thing, a podcast answer man, so you know this stuff. Sure. Well, well, what is, well, the thing is, is it sounds to me like they're actually recording it in such a way that it's going to fit in a, in the format to be included in radio stations, like kind of like the way you do the the break, where you kind uh-huh. of put artificial breaks in there, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. Now, um, the reason why I think that it doesn't sound like a real radio show is because there is no 
uh, music intro. There's no music transitions in the in this in the middle of segments. But they do have these really weird, awkward, you know, breaks. We're gonna go to our first break, and of course, you can just tell that they're they're just sitting in a studio recording this. There, it, yeah. it it is definitely not something. But but then again, she did take in two live calls. But then I'm able to do live calls, and I'm not a radio show. Ah. So I, I I can tell by the RSS feed that this is being done that the the it's being hosted on EverydayHealth.com. Hmm. And so my only thinking is maybe they're doing like a live internet show, kind of like where I do gspn.tv live on yeah. Thursdays. Yeah. Or it could be uh, kind of that they um, syndicate the via RSS, the, the kind of the raw show, just the, the voice recording. And then later on, some producer will go in and add the jingles and everything. I mean, that, that's I work like that for a couple of shows. I, I just recorded before this show. I recorded a new show, uh, The Secrets of the Hobbit, where we're going to talk about the the upcoming Hobbit movies that Peter Jackson is going to film in New Zealand. And I didn't have time to, you know, prepare jingles and everything uh, and do any preparation. And so I just recorded the the conversation with uh, with uh, my co-host. And then afterwards, I'll go in and I'll just add the music and I'll I'll kind of cut out whatever I don't like and uh, and perhaps so perhaps that's what 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 Jillian does as well. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. I listened to the first full episode yesterday and yeah. It, so what it is it is awesome. It is every bit as good as the radio show that she did uh, on KFI, mm-hmm. but better. I, I like it better. Really? I, I don't can know. Play, can you play a little bit of it? Do you have it on your computer over there? Uh, let's see if I do have it still loaded. Um, and I'm pulling up. You know what? I should probably not pull it up that way because iTunes. Let me. Well, hold on. Let's see if it is. So we didn't prepare this. So I'm, I'm <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I don't know if this is technically uh, a, a big, uh, a big hassle for you. I am gonna, I'm just I'm just testing the podcast answer, man, ladies that, and gentlemen. Good. He is good, but <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna open it up in Firefox, and that way I can uh, pull it up in the RSS feed. Anyway, um, while yeah. I'm pulling this, everyday health. Mm-hmm. Jillian Michaels online. Every. Why do they not want to see this as a feed? I'll tell you what. Let me go ahead and I'll I'll pull it up on iTunes. But let me just tell you what um what I what what's good about this. Remember she had I think her name was Janet who was her producer of the show before? Yes. Well, it's almost as though Janet's like a part of the show now. She's like a co-host of the show. So it is it is Janet. Yes. Still the same. Ah, that's cool because they had a very good chemistry. They were oh. always dissing each other and making jokes and uh and you could tell that there was a just a great chemistry. Uh, which helped show a lot, but she was always very far away. She was the kind of technician, and she never had a mic, so you, <laughs> she was always yelling from the back of the studio. Well, she, so she's now really part of the show. That's cool. She was from the beginning of the show all the way to the end of the show. She was in it with Jillian, and and that chemistry that you got before is is back in this one. It's really good. She and she's she's talking about those more important aspects of the whole thing. One of the callers called in and says, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not the things telling me that, oh no, I, here's one of the calls. One of the calls was, you know, I used to run and, and when I ran for X number of miles or however long I would burn a thousand calories, but now I'm only burning 500. And she goes, what's wrong? 
and, she, and that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder that too. And and so um and of course that's weird because I knew the answer to this as soon as she asked the question. Uh huh. So so the she well, goes. No answer. So <laughs> what's that? Why is why is that? I don't know. Well, is it because you're you're not as heavy anymore? That's or? exactly it. And so so yeah, she says number one, how are you tracking the number of calories that are burned? Let's make sure that that's right. And she said, I'm using a heart rate monitor that calculates that. And she goes, okay, well that's fair enough. Okay, so now uh, you know, tell me a little bit more about the run. And uh, you know, and and she asked another question. She goes, okay, how how much do you you know have you recently lost a lot of weight since you know you started? And she goes, yeah, I've lost about a hundred pounds. She goes. What there you go. She goes, and, and, and basically the whole idea, she goes, listen, go grab yourself a hundred pounds, strap it over your shoulders and go for that same run. And you'll, uh, you'll uh, burn your thousand calories. That makes sense. Actually that, that, um, if I, if I uh, may go off track a little bit, um, uh, that reminds me of something that I read and that was baffling when I read it. And then afterwards I was like, well, that makes sense. Someone said, I read some in an article, someone who said, actually it doesn't matter if you run or if you walk, one mile is going to burn as many calories whether you walk or whether you run that one mile. I would like, have huh? to totally disagree with that. No, but and well, but they said uh, because it's the 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 burn depends on the amount of weight that you move. Uh and whether you move that over, you know, while wa- walking a mile or uh, or running a mile, it's that is what's burning the calories. I was like, is that true? What, so, what are your thoughts about that? Oh goodness, I'd have to disagree mm-hmm. because I think it, it, it's how much because it, it's not it's not how much weight you're moving. I would over a certain distance of period of time. I'd have to disagree with that statement because it, yep. it, it's about the amount of energy you are exerting. Because yeah. it, it, that's what it, it's all about. It's how many calories, how much energy is your body expending to make this happen? And your body, there, it's going to be take more energy for you to ru- to force your that weight to run than right. it is going for that to to force your weight to walk that. That's um, what I felt. I was like, well, uh, so why does my heart rate go go up so quickly when I run? I mean, that's not happening when I walk. So I've. I just feel that it's much more it, – it takes much more energy, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm I, getting confused. I should, I should call Jillian and ask her if that's right. true. All right. So, so here you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play just a little clip at the beginning here. Listen to this. Welcome to the, I guess, the Jillian Michaels show, I guess. So well, is that what you want to call it, the Jillian Michaels uh, show? I mean, sure. Yeah. Yes, I do. So that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're going to call this. And uh, – Janice is is back by popular Janice, demand. Janice, not Janet. Popular demand. Uh, As am I. Yeah. Uh, we got. Here's the truth. We got so many requests to bring the show back. It was such uh, a huge success, and I think um, a a form of media where I could speak directly with people and work more closely with people, which is very important to me personally. Um, it's something that I I have missed tremendously, and in addition. There are so many things to talk about, so many conversations that need to be had with regard to our health, our wellness, the state of the world, you know, the fact that our wellness is directly this related is to the stuff. wellness of the planet. We live in a closed system, and and right now I think the world is in chaos, to be totally honest with you. I know that I feel the world is in chaos. Our water is poison. Our food is poison. Banks are crumbling. People are out of work. You can't trust your government. You know, it's like I really think 
at, at this point in time, for us as a culture, we're feeling lost. I know that, that I have felt lost or overwhelmed by uh, the state of affairs. <clears throat> and it's about looking for solutions together, getting educated, getting informed, being inspired, and then demanding change. Demanding change from ourselves, demanding change from the, the world around us. And recently I've been thinking, you know, every generation had a revolution of sorts. You know, in the 60s, it was, it was the civil rights movement and, and the anti-war movement. And, you know, every generation has had their time to, to turn things around and to, to create sweeping change. And our generation has, has flirted with that concept, you know, and, and there was the Obama campaign of, like, yes, we can, and, and hope was abundant. And regardless, though, it kind of, I feel like it's dwindled a little. And I, I feel like we get hopeful, but we don't put the action behind that hope. This is about demanding change. This show, I want this show to be about, literally, I want a revolution. I want, I want people to demand more of themselves and of the government. And I know you guys, we'll get into that. I know people are going, ugh, government. Oh, I don't want government in my lives. But the reality is government is all around you and it should be working for you and not against you. So as you can see, we're starting small. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We're done. We're in a revolt already. Oh my god! I, can, can we talk about? Can I eat fat or not? No, we're in a revolt. No, it's good. No, you're no, you're absolutely right. But it's time. I've like I've been bottled up now I, for oh, like really? two years with oh all god. of this going through my mind, being furious about the things that aren't getting done, the things that aren't being said, the no, things that we need to be discussing. I know you're on. I know. But I will, I know I will talk to you about that. And, 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 and in particular, <laughs> I would like to talk about the changes you've made with your hair color. You know, I knew you were going to say something like uh, that in front of All right. So it gets even better. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it already. I'm telling you what. Yeah, it's very much the the uh, behind the scenes, Jillian. I like that. <laughs> oh, it the entire episode from I mean, that's the first three and a half minutes that I just played. Wow. That entire show, which by the way is a total of like 45, 50 minutes. That mm-hmm. entire episode is high energy all the way from the beginning to the end. I love Jillian Michaels. Fantastic. So we're going to put a link in the show notes, right, on uh, balancedlivingweekly.com. Yes. And a link. You'll also be able to find a link to an article that I just uh, found uh, while I was listening to, uh, well, pretended to be listening to the whole show, <laughs> about this running walking thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I just, just by Googling, I saw that a lot of websites and blogs repeat this idea that running and walking a mile burn exact, that burns exactly the same amount of calories. And then I find an article, very good article on runnersworld.com, which is a great website for runners. And it basically debunks that. And it says this can't be true. And it explains it. The bottom line of this is at the end end of the article, running is a phenomenal calorie burning exercise in public health terms. That is in the fight against obesity. It is even more important that running is a low cost, easy to do year round activity. However, walking doesn't burn as many calories, but it remains a terrific exercise. Um, now, how do you explain that? That it does. It, it, there is a difference. Um, walking at very fast speeds 
forces your body to move in ways that it wasn't designed to move. This creates a great deal of internal friction and inefficiency, which boosts heart rate, oxygen consumption, and calorie burn. So walking fast is good. And, and actually, they have some tables and uh, calculations that show you that if you walk fast, then, yet, then there is almost no difference between walking fast and running in terms of calorie burn. But walking fast is uh, walking slow that is definitely much lower amount of calories burned for the same mile. So uh, it's a very interesting uh, uh, article. They explain it very well. I included a link in the show notes as well. Looks like a great article, and, and that makes perfect sense. And, and matter of fact, that's the that's the thing. I can uh, I've seen it on my Runkeeper Pro because you know I'll go out and it measures the average speed that I'm going, uh, and actually my actual speed as I'm going as well. When I'm walking and when I'm walking, you know, 3.5 miles per hour, I am not burning as many calories as when I'm jogging, you know, 4.5 miles per hour. Yeah. And, and so the, absolutely, I would, I would say that those, you, you really have to watch what you read on the internet, especially in these blogs that are put out there by just everyday people that are going to read somebody else's blog post about somebody saying, hey, you know, you burn as many calories walking as running. And, and then they go and say, you know what, I found this on a blog over here. And so it has to be true. And then they blog about it and, and it gets repeated over and over again. But no, I, I would. Yeah, I'm glad you found that and looked it up. All right. So cool. Well, after all that, let's go personal and ask the question that we all dread, <laughs> to both of us, that is, how are things going? My week have been, has been going so well. I, I got on the scale. I, I still weigh the same as I did last week. But uh -huh. again, my, my, my goal this week was not to, um, wasn't to quote unquote lose weight. And I know that sounds crazy. It's like, why, well, why wouldn't it be? Well, because I'm getting ready to leave on a cruise and I have a ton of work and stuff to do. However, with that being said, I want to say that I did get three days of uh, uh, intentional physical activity in this week. Nice. And not only that, but I pretty much stayed right within my calorie budget every single day. Did not have any one of those like big meltdowns of anything that I felt like I need to come and, and, and tell you that I feel guilty about. So. Wow. Well, yeah, I noticed that following you on uh, on uh, uh, Lose It. By the way, I promised last week that I was going to check out the other application. Mm -hmm. uh, I have, I've had some, some more correspondence with the person that's sending that feedback, but I've not yet, because it has a steep learning curve, I just didn't have the time to, uh, to check it out yet. Um, I, I figured it's more important for me to keep in my routine of calorie counting. I, I know this Lose It, I can, I can you know use that application in my sleep, so I, I'd rather use that for now. But I will still uh, check out the other one. But um, and I, I, again, that that is exactly my pro has been my problem the last week. Um, I was so busy, and for some reason, just too much work and not enough time to kind of slow down is very detrimental to my uh, eating patterns. And if I look at the past week, uh, the week of January the thirty first. I've been over my calorie allowance one, two, three, four times out of seven, mm. uh, and not a bit. I mean, like, I, in total, I was seventeen hundred sixty-two calories over my weekly budget, according. And so I see a lot of red in there <laughs> instead of green. And one day on Friday, I actually I really went overboard. Let me look that up. Um, I, I was so afraid to post that because I knew that you were going to watch it and. You know, get back back at me because <laughs> I sent you a note this week. I know, but that was that was actually a day that I did pretty well. I know. <laughs> but on Friday, February the fourth, um, 
I went, my daily calorie budget was 1,334. The total amount of food calories that I consumed was 2,503. Yeah. And I only burned 263 calories that day, mainly by going to church. So that shouldn't even count. <laughs> and um, this week started off just as bad. Um, uh, Monday was the worst day ever. Uh, Monday, February the 7th. Again, daily calorie budget, 1,321. Total amount of food calories consumed, 2,000 whopping 705 calories. Wow. Only burned 322. I'd like to ask you this. What Can you tell me, what did you eat on your 2,700-calorie day? Um, I'm going to tell you. Uh, let me go to my log here. Um, well, it started off really cons- in a very conservative way. I just had my two slices of whole wheat bread and some coffee and some uh, cheese and, you know, nothing really special. But... That day, I had to. Uh, I was filming all day long. I, I'm, I've got a new segment on my TV show, uh-huh. and I, I was going to film this with people that I didn't know. So it was a cameraman and a director. Usually, I go with one cameraman, uh, but this time I had a whole crew, and we. Uh, I had not thought about lunch, so they were like, "Oh, we brought our own sandwiches." Like, oh gosh, I have nothing, and so oh, we'll just eat in a restaurant, and we'll just. And that's been my downfall. Uh, it was this, I just ordered something from a menu. I didn't know exactly what to expect. And it was just this big plate, way too much food for me. And I was, I was just so hungry. So I finished off the whole plate and I didn't have to, but I, I guess it was just being in this new environment and being stressed and kind of a little bit tense about uh, the filming that day. It was all new. And so I just was so hungry and I have eaten, I I ate it all very quickly. Um, So I didn't get the signals from my stomach that, hey, hold on, I'm full. Um, And uh, and at the end, I didn't even really calculate how much it was. Uh, I just made a rough estimate that it was at least 800 calories. And then in the evening, stupid me, if it had been 800 calories and I just had taken a salad in the evening, I would have been fine. I w- might have been a little bit over. But then in the evening, I was again, I was like, I need something. I need some good food. You know, I've been, I've been working. I deserve this. Yeah. I, can't, well, I told myself I deserve it. So I made a big plate of spaghetti with some uh, um, uh, some grind, ground meat, uh, ground beef in it, some vegetables, some olive oil, a sauce. And that's not all. That was in total 631 calories. So that's a lot if you've already had 800 for lunch. And then in the evening after dinner, mm-hmm. I ate a half bag of potato chips, Lay's potato chips, 150 grams, 810 calories. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, the first thing that I want to say, Father Roderick, is, I mean, if I, if I can just encourage you to possibly think about the next time you're going to go out on your daily uh, video shoots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. two pieces of whole wheat toast and a slice, a couple slices of cheese probably isn't the best thing to do to give you the energy you need to keep yourself from feeling starved the entire morning when it comes light lunchtime. Yeah. Well, I, 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 that's a good point because I noticed that and I told myself actually that day, 
like this is what Cliff meant last week when he when he talked about you know b- b- putting more uh, what was it protein. like yogurt protein in in my in my uh, uh, breakfast because the the whole wheat is healthy but it you burn it pretty quickly it'll be it, it's gone that whole wheat that yeah it's extremely healthy but it, again those calories are gone. The yeah. the the energy from that is gone usually within an hour. Yeah, and and when you're my, my recommendation for you would be to have a breakfast that is I mean just loaded with protein and mm-hmm. and and a little bit of potassium on those days when you're going to be out and about and you're going to be having a lot of I mean you figure you know we talked about you know walking you I mean still just standing walking doing these video shoots. There's a there's a bit of physical exertion that's going on there, and your body yeah. needs that energy. And of course, I I've been in those situations where I didn't get enough to eat in the morning, and you're still physically having to do so much. And then it comes lunchtime, and you feel so weak, and you feel yeah. like I need to I need to feed my body. And Absolutely. man, that that's that really sets it up. And of course, then I mean. My, I don't know about you, but if I if I put myself into your shoes and I had the lunch, you know, I had the lunch that you had and then mm-hmm. I came home and I did have that emotional it's like, you know what? I deserve a nice meal tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if I would have done it, the problem is 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 that once I've already kind of like feel like I've man, I just didn't do what I should have done today and ah, uh, you know, but this is going to make me feel this dinner is going to make me feel better. I, here's the deal, if if I would have made a better decision in the morning, and I would have, you know, because of the better decision in the morning, I would have had at least a little bit more willpower and, and, and right thinking about lunch. And then I may have made a better decision at dinner. There, When I'm actually within my calorie budget and so – or even just maybe just a little bit over, but still I, I, I'm, I'm feeling confident about where I am, there's mm-hmm. no way I would eat 800 calories worth of chips. But yeah. when I let myself go and once I there's, – there's that one breaking point where, you know what – I'll tell you what, forget half the bag. I'm, I'm just going to eat the whole bag. Yeah, exactly. Well, fortunately, I had already eaten the rest of the bag the day before. <laughs> <laughs> so I could, it was like, I was actually, I was a bit sad when I finished the day. I was like, I'm still, hmm, I, I still fancy <laughs> Here's the other thing is, what in the world is there a bag of Lay's chips doing in your house? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I I don't know I just just the day before I bought that at the supermarket and I I guess it's because I was hungry when I was doing my groceries well, and I thought it was an excellent idea to get some chips. <laughs> well, Jillian and her new show gives you a great reminder. Go listen to it. Uh-huh. Great reminder. Control your environment as much as possible, and if the and if those bags of chips are a source of weakness, don't mm-hmm. bring them into the house. Good point. Good point. And I think uh, next Monday when I go out for another day of filming, I will take some fruit and perhaps even some nuts, you know, uh, with me so that if I get a craving around 11, uh, I can I can just have some protein and survive better during lunch and not being tempted to eat so much um, and, and just break it up a little bit because I'd rather eat a bit more fruit and and being over my calorie count in total than you know being starving and and overeating at lunch and then overeating at dinner. Yeah. Anyway, the thing the funny thing is though. Well, and by the way, I want to a- answer one 
I want to say something about uh, something I see in the chat room. Some someone says, "Well, why didn't you go for the baked Lay's chips? You know those? Instead mm -hmm. of being uh, what is it, uh, fried in oil, they bake them. We have them over here in Europe as well. Just look at the bag. Look at the amount of calories. Re regular chips, 550 per 100 grams. Baked, 450. So it's only going to save you 100 uh, calories, and then you know." That's not really a. That's I think it's just a. It's a fairy tale that baked chips will actually help you. You know, control yeah, the I, count. I would agree. I would agree with you. I mean, calories are calories, and and those chips, you know, are not going to save you a lot. However, the I think, and and again, I don't. Th I don't think chips are a great substitute for or a great idea for a snack, whether they be ba baked mm. or fried. But but in my mind, I, I'm wondering. You know, you would be doing without the unsaturated fats, without the with the baked ones. Yeah, but then on the baked ones, there are lots of chemicals as well. Yeah, yeah that's and, the whole thing. The, the processed snacks. Oh, it, it, and then then what? Uh, there's another thing. Sorry, I'm getting completely off track. But you remember last week we talked about salty snacks and how that has an immediate impact on your arteries. Yes. Um, I remember after eating that half bag of chips. I noticed that I had a headache and I could just, and it, it's the funniest, the funniest thing. It was actually, it was pretty shocking. I looked in the mirror and there was the, the veins on my forehead were swollen up. And, and usually they do that after I come back from a seven mile run. But this was just after eating a bag of chips. It was like, whoa, I think that this is really causing some extra blood pressure. And so what I did the next day, I went to the supermarket and I got myself another bag of chips to try it out. No, no, <laughs> no, no way. But well, actually, I did a little, a little bit of research there. Yeah. And uh, I think the 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 uh, how do you say that the the security of the mall they must have been eyeing me, thinking that I was going to steal something because I've been standing there in front of the potato chips for at least twenty minutes, and I was taking one bag after another, looking at the amount of salt. I mean, that was frightening. I discovered, and I didn't know that, you know, the, the amount of salt that is in the different types of, of, of uh, chips and also the different brands, there is a huge variety. And there was this one particular brand that actually is very low calorie-wise, relatively low. I mean, it's like, I think, 450 for 100 grams. Uh, so that's kind of on the low side for chips. But it had... Two grams of salt. It had the total allowance of salt for a for a for an adult for an, for an entire day. Whereas other uh, and and it's funny it, the it, not in a so, serving though, right? Sorry, not in a serving for the bag. For the bag, well, but huh, it, the bag was only nine uh, one hundred grams. Oh, okay. so it's kind of because it's so low in calories relatively. It's kind of there's a lot of uh, air in those chips. Um, you finish off that whole bag thing, thinking, you know, oh, it's just 450. I can run that off. But I didn't know there was so much salt in them. And then they have uh, other bags of Lay's chips, potato chips, which which I thought were much worse. Um, actually, they, they advertise on the bag, this has 25% less salt. And indeed, that, that bag per 100 grams had only a quarter of the amount of salt that was in the other chips. So and then so I went through all the chips and I was I was just stunned. And the the thing that shocked me most was there is this particular brand and it it, it is aimed towards kids. So the the chips are like bear shaped or something like that. 
It's like, right. oh, it's funny, and you can tell the whole layout, the font. It's it's cater it's catering towards the kids. Um, that one particular bag of chips was had even um, less weight than the, the the other one, and it had twice the amount of salt for an adult in a day. And I was like, we're feeding this to our kids. That should be forbidden by law to sell <laughs> that. I, and I guess it's because kids don't care, and then you know. So, but but in the meantime, we're um, we're changing, we're we're just completely uh, blunting their taste buds with all that salt. So they, you know, as and kids get used to those amounts of salt, and so they don't like the other chips anymore because they they don't have the same flavor. And huh, I, it was real an eye opening experience, and it's, it's it actually scared me. Is in combination with the, you know, the arteries on my head almost exploding. I was like, this <laughs> is not a good idea. <laughs> but um, but the and the last thing I wanted to say is that the funny thing is, you know, even though I I went over my calorie uh, uh allowance, I did went back to running. I've been uh injured a bit last week, and so I was not able to run. Uh, or I've only done a few miles this week. Uh, it it healed, and I went out for uh, for some some uh, serious running uh, this past week, and that completely got rid of the. Uh, um, you know, it burned so many calories that uh, I stepped on the scale this morning, and despite all the misery of the past week, I lost a pound. Congratulations! It goes to show that with physical exercise and uh, I mean uh, this was heavy duty running so I, I did almost a half uh, a half marathon in total this week right uh, so, but it pff, I was like that <laughs> hope thank goodness that um, that I'm not injured anymore because otherwise I wouldn't have that same uh, little victory here to uh, to to tell so oh man I thought I was over these chips but I'm not <laughs> Hey, uh, we, I've already started the music, by the way, just so you know, Father Roderick, and we've got about three minutes before it runs out. Um, one thing that I want to share with you that has been something that we've been doing in our home is uh, we've been making our own sweet potato fries to go with some of our dinners. Oh. And this is different. By the way, when you go to the restaurants and you get sweet potato fries, many times those things are deep fried and, and stuff like that. They're not any more healthy than I think than uh, regular French fry. But this yeah. is what Stephanie does. She takes a brand, you know, just a raw sweet potato. And um, I, I, I think she does peel it, although sometimes we don't. But she cut, she slices them very thin, almost as thin as a, uh, just a little bit thicker than maybe a, a, a like a, uh, what do you call those? Uh, ridged potato chip. Yeah. And she will put on a, she'll put some aluminum foil on a cookie sheet. She just takes a little bit of olive oil and just like spreads that over the cookie sheet. Just, I mean, almost just a dab of it on a paper towel and then rubs it on the cookie sheet. And then she puts these little slices of sweet potatoes on that cookie sheet. And then she rubs a little tiny bit of olive oil on top of the sweet potatoes i mean just very slightly and then she um has a cracked sea salt shaker oh cool yeah she sprinkles a little bit of sea salt on those and she cooks them and i will tell you what it is absolutely awesome as a snack and in my in my opinion i'd rather have sweet those sweet homemade sweet potato fries any day of the week all right cool hey one last thing before we wrap up 
Balanced Living Weekly, our Facebook page, uh, look for Biggest Loser Podcast. Uh, Melody just wrote there that according to uh, Bob's tweets, he will not be leaving uh, The Biggest Loser. So he will stay on for another season. So they don't want us to start spreading false rumors. Just wanted to mention that. Very good. I'm so very glad to hear that. Um, though, like I said, for me, the, the draw is Jillian Michaels. And I'm so glad she's got her podcast. Yeah, awesome. awesome. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to it. Well, hey, we're are we taking a week off next week, or are you going to put something out? I might put something out. All right, so Father Roderick will be out here next week. I'm going to be on a cruise, and I'm going to ask everybody listening to please pray for me because I want to stay within my calorie budget on a, on a whole week where I'll have unlimited food. I'm pretty confident that you'll be cruising right along. <laughs> we'll see. Folks, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again very shortly, very soon. And uh, until next time, we encourage you to live a more healthy and balanced lifestyle. Stay balanced. <laughs>